Arthur Schopenhauer once said, if life possessed in itself a positive value in real content, there would be no such thing as boredom. Mere existence would fill and satisfy us. I'm Nat. And I'm Avia. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about boredom. So what is boredom? People might say it's a state of mind. Others might say it's a mood. But it's actually an emotion, which is quite unpleasant to experience. Boring, to its definition, means enlarging a hole in the barrel of a gun. Because it's a long and menial task and, well, boring. Even if boredom is quite, well, boring, it still helps us in many ways. Like, like helping us into calling autobiographical memory, conceiving the thoughts and feelings of others and hypothetical events, and many more things. Also helps in activating the centers of brain related to imagination and creativity. It is recorded that even though our brain activity goes down by 5% while we're bored, our creativity goes up by, I don't know how much percent, but basically goes up when we are bored. And boredom also is kind of the solution to procrastination because if you have been uh, procrastinating a task for a long time and you're bored, you would, you're, more prone, uh, you're more prone to doing that task. Even if boredom cures procrastination, we still have other not-so-curing cures like, I mean, our phones, our technology. It gives us like this thing, this stimulating instrument which keeps us like thoroughly entertained all the time and yet not productive at all. Well, yes, but when you're legitimately bored from even your phone or suppose your phone is switched off, which is like very rare, but still suppose it's switched off, then, well, feeling boring, you can say that it's a very super superficial thought because when you feel boring, you find the outside world well boring and not interesting or amusing. So when you're feeling bored, you actually feel superior, more superior than the outside world because you think you are the most amusing thing in the whole world and nothing can amuse you because, well, you're bored. And if you think about it, boredom, it only happens when you're alone, like in your own company. So it's like you can get to know yourself more when you're like bored. You get to know about feelings. Like there are people uh, who are like, you know, very self-conscious and they're like very smart about the feelings that they know what they're feeling. They can put a label to what emotion they're experiencing in a moment. So those kind of people, they're very preoccupied and they're always happy in their own company. So they are like, you know, they tend less to feel bored than other people who like not very self-aware. Isn't there like a test you can give for like, um, if you're more prone to boredom or not? I think it's called BPS. Yeah, it's like boredom proneness scale. Uh, it basically... You know, calculates an individual's propensity to getting bored. Basically, how prone an individual is to getting bored. I'm not very prone to getting bored, even though I can get bored in lectures. That's it. Nothing else. I mean, lectures, like, you know, monotonous stones for like hours and hours on, it's very not stimulating. 
and isn't is aren't lectures equivalent to white noise because well white noise is also you know monotonous for like hours and hours and repeat and uniform yeah yeah definitely like when you get too much of something even if it was stimulating at one point it just it's just not anymore yeah because it's like you know uniform so you get used to it and when a when an individual suffers from boredom on a like well chronically he's suffering from boredom for like months if not years on stretch then it might be something that's wrong with the person's own physiology there are some like you know dopamine receptors which keep you like you know even at least a little bit of entertained with your own self thoughts but when people are low on dopamine receptors they like very hard to entertain they need they tend to need more excitement to stay stimulated so people like you know i feel bad for them yeah but but aren't they like people like uh, i don't know criminals because there's a theory when at and it's proven fact that criminals do what they do they commit crime because well they first have a low resting heart rate and second they need the adrenaline and rush so do you think that criminals are just very 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 bored and they commit crimes because they're bored i mean could be because boredom leads to many many bad things like you know most of the cases of drug abuse and drug addiction are caused because of boredom like there are top three reasons drug abuse and drug addiction and like one of the like, top being too much stress second spending too much money and third is too much boredom boredom can lead to many bad things yeah and in a study conducted by i think i don't know but a woman she said that uh, boredom is also uh, a symptom of or like can cause anxiety depression and lack of social skills and low performances in school and so on yeah like her name is anna gosling i think yeah yeah so basically boredom is uh, on a stretch is very harmful to everyone around us and us so definitely man so basically as per arthur schopenhauer our life like our life in itself is not enough because if it were content enough and entertaining enough we would never feel bored so doesn't that make you question like that a life isn't enough to keep us entertained and stimulated but again this guy had a theory that like i said that whenever we feel bored we feel that the world outside us is just not amusing enough so it doesn't have anything to do with our lives it's just basically in a nutshell that we are awesome and we are more awesome than the world around us so boredom can be you know awesome too and so basically and <laughs> basically at the end it's you who can entertain you and not anybody else around you because yeah. if you're not willing to be entertained by the outside world you just won't be exactly and like boredom um, the con- the consequences can't say consequences but the aftermath of boredom it's like so awesome because when you're bored you can think of hypothetical situations and you can think back on the memories and the mistakes you made and the things you didn't do and could have done and the things you can do it's just so awesome you know and like you know the 3am scenarios you make in bed oh my god don't even that 
there a movie if is there a mo- there were a movie about my nightmares i am pretty sure i would be cancelled <laughs> on the topic of boredom on a chronic uh, level isn't there a effect called the i think gansfeld effect which is like boredom yeah. for 30 minutes like you know <clears throat> yeah it's like something where you have to like you know really deprive all your senses of any stimulation whatsoever you have to sit in a room full of silence or like if it's like it could be dead silent the room has to be dead silent or you can just you know plug in your earphones and play some white noise so you could do that basically you're auditorily deprived and then you have to lay down so that you're not feeling anything except your bed so that there is like no stimulation to your sense of touch either and then you have to like you know okay you have to cut a ping pong ball in half and place them on your eye you have to have kind of like a a red ambience you know what i mean like just okay just go to just go to youtube and there's this thing for gansfeld effect experiment to be done at home so you can like get a red screen and white noise to at the background so just do that for 30 minutes in this thing it's like you can't see anything you can't hear anything you can't feel anything and i mean i hope hopefully you can't taste anything so like <laughs> so right now you are very sensitively deprived you you're not feeling anything and your brain is going crazy like it wants stimulation your brain craves stimulation it has this thing called thrasophobia which is like a fear of boredom and your brain will create images or like um create hallucinations about about hearing something or feeling something so that you are entertained you're not feeling your boredom at that level like you know it's it's your brain trying to defend itself by creating those hallucinations and like many scientists and many researchers use this effect in like laboratories on researching hallucinations of course and along with this i guess there's this sensory deprivation tank too that are used research research purposes on hallucinations also like telepathy research right there was this experiment conducted where there were two people uh, performing the gansfeld effect and the one who was on the receiving end he was exposed to white noise and red uh, red light and the sender the sender attempted to communicate uh, with the receiver via brain waves or something was so what yeah. so much controversy sometimes it's considered as like something important out of this research but sometimes it's kind of considered as a criticism to this research because many controversial subjects like these came up like telepathy could like you know hallucination and telepathy be connected and what not but i personally don't believe in it i don't believe in telepathy except the telepathy we have you know writing the same text at the same <laughs> yeah all the telepathy means not accurate telepathy can never believe in that i mean if it's a superpower out there we never know but like why now no we don't believe in it it's honestly telepathy is very controversial and other things also very controversial because whenever i think of controversial always think of uh, salem witch trials for some reason i don't even know why but bro 
so was sara the pregnant woman only the other the kituba was like smart enough to get away from the like it was it was very very weird how salem witch trials worked because it was like impossible to prove your innocence you will be hanged to death any other way because sarah good the pregnant woman and osborn they both like they pleaded innocence yet they still were hanged to death and whereas tituba who just implicated others and gave a false confession she went free what kind of a like justice system was this i i don't understand so would you rather lie that you did something that you didn't actually do in order to just go in, go to jail and be free a few months or would you rather die and be hanged in front of everyone like these are all victims of paranoia they like nobody had concrete evidence against them like even if children like you know small children at the age of like 7 or 8 they're playing in the playground and like four or five of them just pointed out to an elderly woman and said she was behaving a little weird she was behaving a little creepily uh, the judges were like you know have a trial with her so and like, my fate depends on six booger eating children who said i'm weird <laughs> Yeah, you like you have to be uh, back in Europe, eighteenth century, the early eighteenth century. You have to be really aware of yourself. You have to fit in. If you don't fit in, people will look at you in a different way. And I don't think it's just in Europe. It's like everywhere. Superstitions are everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You if you don't fit in, everyone will look at you weird. And I mean. back then there was a lack of knowledge i said this was all because of a lack of knowledge they didn't know about psychology about how a mind works about mental disorders and hallucinations people can experience and because of this the two cousins betty paris and abigail williams these two like it was later theorized that it may be that they had a fungus inside their brain it caused the brain to swell and they were just having hallucinations which i think with modern treatment could be treated very easily but back then because everything with them was physically correct like their face was bright they were not pale and they had no wounds they were labeled healthy but mental disorders they were not very common the oh, whole all i don't even think people knew about mental disorders back then because psychology was like very like introduced very late i think yeah exactly awareness about mental health and psychology it came out very very late and even when it did come out i don't think people really you know took in very happily at first yeah because after the psychology the introduction of psychology i'm pretty sure many witch hunts were also there i think in europe or something but i'm pretty sure many witch hunts were also there after the introduction of psychology it's strange how the world was it's it was a justice system which valued repentance over truth was something very bad and oh my god to make matters worse the the governor of massachusetts back then like during the salem witch trials the governor he like of course he started the trials right but one day somebody accused his wife that she was a witch too that she was seen to be doing paranormal activities and what not and she was to be uh, you know tried with the court and as soon as she was accused guess what he did he suspended the trials and that day like 
sentences were amended, prisoners released, arrests stopped. What kind of fairness was this? I, what about the dead child Sarah had? That's just so messed up, man. You it know. is, man. Like, what is this? I like hundred plus people were imprisoned and fourteen women executed, six boys executed, not even men, boys. And like just because his wife was accused, it was then when he thought, yeah, I think this is something wrong. Oh god. I think we should stop like bro, how selfish. Call it the power of love or stupidity. I don't care. Both are the same. And for real. Coming back to the original topic, the the gas field effect and boredom. So you must be curious, how do we exactly produce the gas field effect, and how do I, you know, experience thirty minutes of nothingness? So what you do is that, as Nat said, you cut out like ping pong balls, or you can even buy gas field goggles. That that's a thing, guys. And uh, you know, like I don't know, stick them to your eyes. Then you uh you don't close your eyes by the way you have to keep them open because if you close your eyes you will fall asleep you idiot okay and then you buy noise cancelling earphones or headphones and um, or you can also uh, choose to listen to white music that's also a choice and the ambience should be red I don't even know why because like you can't see anything but I think the ping pong balls reflect so that's why and then you just you just you know lay down and do nothing and be sure that there is no sound around you like nobody shouting in the background or the clock ticking or anything you just lay down and you feel nothing you do nothing you taste nothing and you you think you think obviously so yeah so what happens when you first lay down uh, well obviously you see your eyes blood vessels and stuff which is very creepy to me honestly and then things start to turn to grey and after a few minutes you you see like zigzag lines and dots and blobs of colour and the effect basically it takes like five to seven minutes to you know actually put in the work and actually you know get into effect and then uh, I think you after the 30 minutes like your brain gets so bored like what do you do man it like starts like of course producing hallucinations you see stuff or like you see images flashing through your like you know the images stored in your memory they flash forward in your eyes um basically random stuff like or like exactly what Aria said like zigzag lines dots and all that and if not if, if, if it's not a visual hallucination it might be auditory hallucination where you're you where you're hearing sounds like i don't know ups sound or something of the sort <laughs> and I don't know like feeling stuff like some people say they feel something like an ant crawling on their like foot up when I'm not doing this effect I never do this effect I've never done it but I feel it like generally also it's so annoying yeah like it's weird how common hallucinations can be and yeah so it happens and like you experience the hallucinations and after the 30 minutes please be assured that you're not sleeping um and <laughs> well after the 30 minutes are done 
remove the ping pong balls and like, there might be some after effects not long term but like very short term like there might be some intermittent blindness like you know you're entering from a very dark zone if you know if you know what i mean cuz you were just exposed to red light and when you remove the ping pong balls you can see all the light around just kind of blinds you so that kind of intermittent blindness you can experience that and then of course the auditory and like basically touch sensations touch touch hallucinations what do you call it tactile thing it's called tactile tactile hallucinations you might experience them for like one or two minutes and just stops after that it's not something that's very dangerous cuz yeah i don't think it's dangerous no why is it only 15 minutes and not long i think people like you would sleep that's why <laughs> nobody sleep <laughs> you do it constantly right you you lose such of reality and then you don't know what's real and what's fake yeah like i i read about this uh, one experience of a person who was doing this effect and like, he couldn't feel or he couldn't tell if his eyes were closed or open and it's kind of you know it, it would be kind of a creepy feeling to be feeling that way yeah no it's really creepy not knowing what's real and what's not i am not doing this <laughs> like i once tried it but um the dishes being washed in the background did not help <laughs> like there are like many you know disadvantages not disadvantages like basically like you know achieving the perfect conditions to be doing this experiments very rare like achieving perfect science even if you're wearing noise canceling headphones there must be some outside noise still you know leaking in and it does not help and that's why there are these um, what are they called these cells for the private and sensory depriving capsules or whatever yeah those are so cool i saw one in experience <laughs> you did i have not seen that but but even that you know the i think the capsules they have like a fluid that don't even it's like basically you can't even see your way that's how yeah, it's that is it's it's saline water it's full of salt damn nice i think that's yeah. what effect should be kind of promoted like it's it's like you know people can actually endure it because hallucination is very rare if you don't have like a disorder mental disorder and personality disorder even though like small hallucinations are very very common like to normal people also but these hallucinations are very rare uh, and mostly they are medically induced and that is like very very risky so if you can actually do it without taking any med- medicines or having a disorder then that's actually very great research for people who are like i don't know lovers of new experiences and what on they can definitely try because knowing what a person who is mentally mentally challenged is feeling like on a daily basis it must be it must be something but still see yeah. how we're introducing new experiences to our listeners first we did did this like with the um, lucid dreaming and now with dance and stuff you guys are free you just provide information to me and we never like cool actually yeah exactly but so basically in conclusion boredom is like life ending but also very you know um 
good advantages to you to mm. your life and our brain cannot handle under stimulation because we are always stimulated by the outside world and by our friends our amazing monkey looking friends and our own brain and tv shows and phone but our brain does not know how to just not do anything i think that's why it's so hard to fall asleep sometimes yeah i think even when you're like not doing anything your brain is still you know processing all the stuff you did today the amount of stimulation you achieved um, today that's why like processing yeah. yeah so i i guess that's the brain to you in the modern But yes, it's so nice doing the podcast. It's been so long now, and we are so sorry we had exams for like I don't know two months. That's why we yeah, are like we're finally done with all of our exams and summer vacation. Yeah, and finally gone to the next grade, and we're studying cool shit that we actually want to study. But in this grade also, we'll have so much, so much to study. So I don't think we'll be uploading weekly, but we whenever we think of a cool topic. Or a cool discussion point will definitely appear in an episode. Yeah, hundred percent. And we have like already discussing some topics. Like we have like two or three on our agenda, uh, and we'll probably be covering those. Definitely have to learn those so soon. You guys will be so excited for that. Okay, so this is the end of the episode, guys. We talked about boredom, and we were not that bored by discussing it. So stay tuned for the next episode. See you until next time.